Welcome. I've seen something. Plays tricks on your mind. This is no coincidence. Put on your seatbelts. You are on the fastest route your destination. The other side. Hello and welcome to Destination Other Side, the podcast that puts the PA in paranormal. My name's Mackie, and as always, I'll be your guide today. Welcome to episode 12, and thank you for listening. I love the feedback that I'm getting so far, so please keep it up. Tell me what you're liking. Tell me what you want to see more of. Tell me anything. You can always reach out to me via my email at m-a-c-k-e-y at wkva920.com. Or those of you who know me personally, I do appreciate getting your Facebook messages and texts all the same. I really love that people are now reaching out to me and asking what am I going to be talking about next, suggesting topics, and just showing a lot of love for the community that we have here. And really, with each episode I do, I'm learning more and more about the state in which I call my home, and I hope a lot more people will come to appreciate Pennsylvania in all of its quirks and other things. I highly recommend doing the same wherever you live, research about things, dig deep into folklore and rumors and stories, and it really will change the way you look at where you live and maybe inspire you in some way like it has for me. So once again, thank you for all of the support. I love doing this, so I look forward to seeing plenty more episodes in the future. Hit me up if you want to chat about paranormal things. I am always up for a good discussion. I've also thought about doing an episode eventually where I talk about my personal favorite corners of the internet in which I get my fill of paranormal information. That remains to be seen, and of course I'm rambling, which is what I do best, but I digress. Let's get to the matter at hand. It's been a couple weeks since I approached the topic of cryptids, and eventually I will run out of ones located in Pennsylvania once I cover all of them, but I am glad to be bringing this one to light today because I think it landed a spot as one of my favorites. A few weeks ago, one of my Facebook friends, shout out to Oseas Gonzalez, he reached out to me in a message talking about the podcast. I was so delighted to hear from him and even more delighted when he told me what he would like me to talk about. I could always read online forums, you know, go digging through the internet for inspiration, but I do think the best source comes from friends. So thank you to Oseas for choosing this episode's topic, the Albatwitch. Now there have been decades of debates all across the country, around the world, and in every corner of any known inhabited place, whether or not Bigfoot exists. Yes, I know I mentioned the Albatwitch, but we're going to talk about Bigfoot just to preface, because we all know what Bigfoot is by now, and Sasquatch, and every other variant of some big, hairy, man-type cryptid, but lesser is known about their little mini-me located right here in Pennsylvania. In fact, right in Lancaster. Lancaster is Pennsylvania's oldest inland town, and it's home to a couple widely known things, the Amish and Bigfoot sightings. And if you go a little bit deeper into Columbia, Pennsylvania, you will find a big community of people who would be more than happy to tell you about their own miniature Bigfoot. Columbia is home to what locals call the Albatwitch, a little cryptid who has won the hearts of pretty much everyone there. The Albatwitch is a four to five foot tall man-like cryptid covered in hair much like its famous older brother, Bigfoot. It almost looks like a subspecies of some type of monkey, and sometimes it acts like one too. It's said that the Albatwitch likes to hide in trees, only coming down in search for food. And speaking of food, that is actually how it got its name. The meaning behind its name literally just goes to what locals call it the apple snitch because the Albatwitch has a pretty big affinity for apples. It's said that oftentimes what sightings were reported of this creature were of people on picnics who had their apples stolen by one of these sneaky little guys. 
The problem is they don't just steal the apples. Sometimes they will throw them back at you if you try to confront them. Beyond that, they're really not a threat to people. They have no desire to be around people, to hurt anyone, or to really interact in general. Only really when apples enter the picture do they actually care about getting close to you. The only really strange thing that's not quite known about the creature is the sound that is said to emanate from the woods when an albatwitch is near. According to everywhere I could find online, the presence of the albatwitch is usually accompanied by a loud whip-cracking-like sound. No one really knows why or if it truly does come from the albatwitch, but either way, weird stuff happens in the woods all the time. The history of the albatwitch does not really go back very far from what I could find. All that I could find is that they originated near Chickies Rock near the Susquehanna River a couple miles from town. The height of their sightings was sometime in the 1950s and in the 1970s, and rumor has it that they existed long before that, but were driven to near extinction sometime in the 19th century. Beyond that, I could not find any origin story. Another rumor says that the Susquehannock native tribe did have a belief that creatures akin to the albatwitch and sort of Bigfoot lived in the woods lining the Susquehanna River. This is attributed to the paintings of ape-like creatures that were found on some of their war shields. Furthermore, most of this story was founded on the basis of where the albatwitch is said to live. A village and burial grounds were discovered near the area, so it left people to wonder if maybe there was some sort of qual between the creatures and the natives who had lived there at the time. But that's really the only story I could find that tracks back that far. So far now, the albatwitch has been spotted in Anvil, Columbia, Lancaster, and even as far as York County. Little to nothing is known about them to this day beyond what I've already talked about, so they remain to be just a little mysterious creature in the woods of Pennsylvania. Still, no origin story that I could find, still not that many sightings, and only a few grainy online pictures that don't really lend much to the imagination. Trust me, I've really tried to examine these pictures, but it's like they were taken with a rock, that's how bad these pictures are. The most interesting part about this creature is that no one is really scared of it. Unlike our previous cryptid episode about the goat man or the sheep man where locals were supposedly terrorized for years and their stories of bodies and of deaths, the albatwitch is quite the opposite. I couldn't even find any stories of someone being scared beyond belief of it. In fact, not only do locals go looking for it on a regular basis, they actually celebrate it. And I don't mean they, like, leave a basket of apples in the woods for it or something, but I'm sure someone has done that before because why wouldn't you? I'm talking about the entire town coming together to celebrate this creature. Now, when Oseus messaged me, he included a short blurb about how the Albatwitch is celebrated, and to be honest, I almost did not believe him, but I was so, so wrong, and this was so much bigger than I expected it to be, so here is my formal apology for doubting you. The Columbia area has a really fantastic tradition of celebrating the Albatwitch on a yearly basis. The annual Albatwitch Festival is no joke. This looks like one of the best times to have when you live in a community like this one. So every single year, although I can't find the year that this officially began, Columbia has its own Albatwitch Day. This is a celebration for the creature where the community gathers together for a day full of live music, paranormal lecturers, local historians, trolley rides, and lots of food. Specifically, apple-based dishes, of course, all in honor of the Albatwitch. 
People of all ages are welcome to celebrate as they all come together at the local community center for a day of learning and fun. In fact, it's being held again this year on October 9th, and if you want to go, it sounds amazing. According to the official Albatwitch Day website, and yes, this exists, albatwitchday.com, they invite you to come out on October 9th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Columbia Crossing Trail Center. There's going to be a ton of vendors there, including some really delicious-looking food vendors from local restaurants. Some local musicians like Dillweed are playing there, among others, and there are lots of things that kids and parents can even do together. The Raven Ridge Wildlife Center will be involved as well as collaborative art projects for the family to do together. You can even purchase t-shirts for the event as a souvenir. Not only that, but a bunch of speakers are going to be there talking about the legend of the Albatwitch, among many others. Local authors are promoting their works, and there's going to be a bunch of haunted tours going on at 7 p.m. where you can learn about some of the other things that apparently haunt Columbia. Trolley rides are being held around Chickie's Rock, too, where a guide will tell you about the creature that lives there. And, of course, I cannot forget all of the apple-related traditions. Apple-based foods, apple projects, apple picking, and most importantly, apple throwing. Yes, they indeed do have a tradition where they literally chuck apples into the woods, either to feed the albatwitch or maybe see if one will throw the apples back at them. Either way, I can only imagine what other apple-related things are going down over there. But if you're free on October 9th and looking for a fun trip, I think this would definitely be worth it. Go somewhere new, learn some things about their community and their history, and participate in some of the events. It's definitely something that I hope to attend one day, and it seems amazing. If you've ever gone, I'm really sure that you'd say the same thing. And hey, if you do go, tell them where you heard about the Albatwitch. It might please them to know that it's still talked about in different areas of Pennsylvania. That is going to do it for this episode of Destination Other Side. I really hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. It seemed pretty wholesome compared to the other stories we've discussed, and sometimes it is nice to take a break from the creepy subjects we tend to focus on. But as always, if you live in Pennsylvania and have any paranormal experiences to share, let me hear all about it. Email me at m-a-c-k-e-y at wkva920.com. You can also contact me there if you have any questions, comments, or feedback of any kind. I would love to hear from you. And of course, be sure to check out our other podcasts from the team at goldhitswkva.com, wchx1055.com, and star967.com. You can also listen to past episodes of Destination Other Side 2, if you so desire. That's it for now, and thank you so much for listening. Until next time, goodbye and good day to everyone in every dimension.